Welcome to the UC Berkeley Data Science Education Podcast. We're happy you're listening in today. In this space, you'll hear from a variety of distinguished data science educators and professionals. The individuals we'll speak with are diverse in experience and perspective, but share the common goal of shaping the future of data science education. Our idea is to have some informal conversations with the goal of creating community and let people hear from practitioners in this growing new field. My name is Eric Van Dusen from Data Science Undergraduate Studies in the Division of Computing, Data Science, and Society at UC Berkeley, and I'll be leading our conversation today. And my name is Harry Lee, also from Data Science Undergraduate Studies. I'm working as an intern with the division's external pedagogy team, and I'll be helping out today too. Welcome, Professor Levitt. Uh, Could you please give us a brief introduction of how you got involved in data science education and what are your initiatives right now in this area? So I have been a data scientist of sorts for my entire career. I'm an economist, but mostly really, I think myself first and foremost as a data scientist before an economist. Uh, My my forays into data science education uh, were highly accidental. Uh, Really, I've been watching my high school age kids take completely idiotic math classes for the last four or five years. And I just was kind of offended by the fact that at the high school level, we're teaching stuff that was really relevant in the 1960s before computing existed, Uh, but they get no exposure. They don't know how to use Excel. They don't know the the very basic ideas of, of data in a world in which data has become so important. And so just on a whim, really, um, more just as a kind of poke in the eye to, to to traditional math, I did a Freakonomics radio podcast where I I just talked to a lot of people who thought much harder than me about data science education, and um, and unwittingly that opened Pandora's box for me because it turned out that there were a lot of people working in their little you know little silos and little small organizations across the country having no traction and on you know and, and they turned to me and said hey could you help unite us and do it which I, I really wasn't my goal at all i thought this is one the quick hit you know thing but you know two years later we've now started an organization called data science for everyone that's got funding from the Schmidt Foundation and, and King Griffin and and, and the, the folks, Valhalla, so the people who started into it. So we like somehow we tapped into this 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 nerve that there are a lot of people really feel like there's a, a need for better data science education. And you know along the way, it turns out the UFC where I am, University of Chicago, has um, just started a new data science initiative, a, a new major here. And so it's all kind of coming together. So mostly what I've focused on is K through 12. But at the same time, I've also got, you know, my fingers a little bit on the, on the college level. What are some of the big challenges you've faced or like resistance you've come up when, uh, you know, trying to move things in this area? Well, what's interesting is that to my surprise, everybody agrees with the basic idea. Like I, I've, I've, I've met maybe three people in the last two years who when you say, hey, we need to teach kids data science better, maybe three hardcore mathematicians 
have said, no, that's not true. What we need to do is teach hardcore math that no one ever uses. That's what's really important. But everyone else says, yeah, of course we need to do that. Uh, so that's interesting because most of what I've tried to do in my life, you don't even get that first step, right? People fight you right, right, right out of the gate. But what, what aren't, other than that, what aren't the problems? I think the problems are, number one, especially at the K-12 level, we just don't have a decent curriculum. That, that um, it hasn't, it, it's um, what we call a, it's like a two-sided market problem we call in economics, where until there's a lot of students lined up to take the courses, there's not a lot of incentive for, say, the um, curriculum developers, the, the, the publishing companies to, to make textbooks, to make um, materials around it. Secondly, especially at the K through twelve level, it's really the, um, the 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 lack of understanding on the part of the teachers, right? So the 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 need for um, professional development to get those teachers up to speed is just huge, right? For the exact reason that we have a problem, which is that we've never taught anybody data science. So the teachers have literally, I mean, the teachers at the K through twelve literally know nothing about data science. Um, and the data science courses that exist at the K through 12 level are really like undergraduate courses. They use R and you can count the number of K through 12 teachers who know how to use R on like one hand. And so, and what, you know, so, um, so that's a problem. And then space in the day is a problem. You know, it's, uh, you know, if, if someone's going to do data science, it means something else is not going to happen. Again, that's a much bigger problem at K through 12. Uh, because you got to get rid of something. You gotta, whereas in the universities, it's the nature of university teaching is that there's enormous menu to choose from people make it happen. So it's it's the problem I think at the university level is a, is a much easier problem to solve because the students really can can state their own demand. And what what we're seeing, I'm not sure what you're seeing, but we're seeing at UFC, students crave these tools. So uh, you know, I, I taught a, a class on data science in the economics department here. And um, you know, hundreds of kids signed up for it, econ majors, computer science majors. It's like there was this, they're starved for this kind of content. Um, and you can deliver it because you have people who have the tools. So um, uh, really, I think what's going to happen is that the universities are going to lead the charge. And you can, you know, we'll have to start from literally square one because we won't have any high school training on the kids. But at least, you know, um, it, it's going to, it's, there's no question this can be explosive. Uh, already has been explosive. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that perspective. Um, the next question I have for you is, is pretty general, but I wanted to ask what, what do you see as the future for data science education? How do you think it's going to continue to evolve over time? I, I believe that the future belongs to people who understand data, who can use data. And I believe that university students will will see that it's just so obvious to them that that's where the jobs are and and not just jobs not just money but interest it's like it's like fun like there's really it's so much fun opportunities out there uh whether it's in nonprofits or whatever i mean I, I work with nonprofits and their ability to exploit data is like zero it's it's really the you know and, and they, they there's such a scarcity of talent here so I believe that we will see explosive growth in this area that, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if in 20 years, data science is not the most popular major at, at many, um, many universities. I'll tell you, I, I will say what I believe the challenges, which people don't talk about, is let me just contrast it with computer science. So in the, in the 1970s and after, there's been a growing demand 
for people who can program. And we figured out quickly and effectively how to train people who want to program, right? So if you want to go learn a, a language like R or Python or something, look, there's an infinite amount of, of uh, materials online. And within, you know, three months, you could pass yourself off as a, de a decent R program. I do not believe we have found that formula for data science. My own belief about data science is that data science is much more art. It's, it's different than most of what we teach in the sense that if I want to teach someone algebra, there are problems and there are answers. You know if you got it wrong. There's a set of rules you use over and over. Look, I think data science to me is much more complicated because to me, data science encompasses everything from asking the right questions to finding data to understanding how to clean data and, and how to make important common sense judgments about whether what you're doing makes sense or not. And what we, in general, are good at teaching are, are rules, right? Rules of thumb, ways of doing things. And I think that really falls short um, in this area. This is really uh, an area where there's, I, I feel that there's no substitute for getting your hands dirty in the data, going out and, and experience it. And, um, and, and that is, I think, a huge challenge to doing this well. Another huge challenge to do as well is that I think there's very different beliefs about what data science is. Um, like when I talk to the computer scientists at the UFC, they're all about modern machine learning and AI algorithms, which is fine. But look, there's a whole set of problems that those are the wrong tools for, right? If you're interested in understanding causal mechanisms and, and instead of trying to predict what you know movie Netflix should deliver next, but instead saying, um, you know, what was the impact of some policy, you know, increasing the prison population on crime? Look, the, the, the modern data science tools are, are not designed to do that. You need something like what economists call natural experiments, um, you know, uh, approaches that try to mirror the causal mechanisms that come through randomized experiments or, or randomized experiments. So to me, uh, I worry sometimes when I see what is being passed off as data science curriculum that it's mis that it's really going to mislead people into um into the wrong space and it's it's you know it's just early days uh and there'll be a lot of learning but you know as an example people can go and take boot camps data science boot camps look and those those teach you exactly like you would teach algebra right they teach you how to use you know, a particular set of tools you know how to like dial up and down a neural net so that if you're giving a data set, then you get something out the other side. Oh, look, and that is some part of data science, but to me, a very small part. Thank you so much for that insight. Um, and I'm sure you would agree that to tackle some of those complexities and challenges um, that you just mentioned, data science educators need to form a, a tight community. So my next question is just how should we as data scientists and as educators be creating and evolving a community around data science education? Well, I don't know where, I know much less about that than the other things I've at least been pretending to know about um, up until this point in our conversation. Um, it's part of what we're trying to do with data science for everyone at the K-12 level is to figure out how to give uh, people a way to communicate. And honestly, if you thought it would be helpful, uh, I think we would be delighted to try to use the resources we've already put together to make that kind of conversation easier. 
um, for university level instructors as well. So I'd be happy to take offline and have that conversation because I would, you know, all we're trying to do with data science for everyone is make is get data science going, you know, and so um, any way we can do it is helpful. But um, yeah, I mean, that's hot. It's not hard to create spaces where people can come and talk. It's hard to create spaces where people do come and talk, right? Where, where people actually show up. And, um, and I don't have any special insight into what you need to do to, to actually make the conversation so helpful that people take time out of their busy day to be part of those conversations. So uh, can we just touch on data science for everyone and just be like, where do you see this, like, this effort going in the next couple of years? Yeah, so our, um, like we have pretty, I have to say we have pretty modest goals at the K through 12 level because we're, we're really, um, we're really honest with ourselves about the intense difficulty of making this happen. So uh, we've got a bunch of different activities going. Um, you know, the first one's just a, just a scorecard. So we're just doing state level scorecards in data science where the average grade like a D plus, like great inflation has not yet hit our scorecard. Because basically every state at the K through 12 level is terrible, you know, except for maybe one or two minor exceptions. And so, um, you know, we're doing a bunch of activities that are, are just designed to bring attention to the to the the the, the, the very meager state of what's being done. Uh, we're we really have our fingers in everything from trying to work with curriculum developers to, to make sensible curriculum. So, for instance, one thing we've done is we took there's a there's a a good curriculum out there called IDS that was developed at UCLA by Rob Gould uh, with the NSF. It's done in R. And um, interesting, so we talked to Rob and the other people involved and say, hey, what if, you know, what if there was a version of that was done with, with um, Google Sheets or Excel instead? And they were like, no, that wouldn't, that, how could you even call that data science, whatever, you couldn't do anything. So we just took a team of like four 22-year-olds who know how to, you know, who know a little bit about Google Sheets, and we just redid the entire curriculum. It's an open source curriculum. We just redid it all. And we could do about 95% of what they do there with Google Sheets. So we now can offer side by side with IDS a Google Sheets version, which we think is valuable because it dramatically lowers the, the, um, the hurdle for uh, both teachers and students to get into it. And, and I also think that's not completely irrelevant at the university level. I mean, so um, I've, I see with my like extremely talented third and fourth year econ students, most of them don't have much program experience. And, um, and, and getting them to R, I think, really closes off a big, a big swath of the kinds of students who you might be able to give one or two classes to if you did everything through, through Google Sheets. Um, sorry, keep on. Yeah, I'm going to be sorry. Yeah, I would love to like use that to like, uh, you know, what's the connection to undergrads? Uh, do you think that data science become could become a requirement for undergrad majors? Um, and like the stuff you're doing at high school, how does that map into like preparing people for yeah. university level study? So I, um, so look, I do I if I were in charge, data science would be a requirement. Um, at the collegiate level, and at and, and at the high school level, you know, and at the junior high level, and I would have it at the K the K through six at grade school too. I mean, look, what else is there? You know, people need to read, they need to write. We try to teach them a little bit of ethics, but I mean, what else? I mean, data is so central to everything that I really think we're missing the boat by not having it 
uh, fully integrated. And and just to be clear, when when I think about data science, I think it's most effective embedded into other disciplines, right? It, it, it makes data science on its own might feel, you know, has threatens to feel as obtuse as statistics, right? So, um, you know, but data science where in your history class, you're thinking about Roman history through the lens of data, or you're thinking about uh, in, a, in a class on politics, you're looking at the data, you know, using data with political science. That's where data science comes to life. That's where that's why the kids who take my economics class, I have a class called the Economics of Crime, which is really a data science class. And it's the only class they take in the undergraduate economics major where they're really where they really have to do data science. Like they, they just they in general, undergrad econ is a theoretical discipline for the most part. Theoretical, you know, there's econometrics, what we call econometrics, but look, that's formulas. That's like proving that, you know, you know, that estimators are efficient in the sense that if you go towards infinity, they give you the least, you know, the the best least un, unbi- best unbiased linear estimator, you know, and, but who cares? It's like we don't have infinite data. So um, so really, I think that that to me is it should be the ultimate goal is that if if all, but you need all the students to have an, a level of proficiency in data that you can integrate it into into everything, right? Into in the study of, you know, whether it's you know in the study of languages, in the study of political science, in the study of chemistry and geology. I mean, there's room for it everywhere, and um, so that's why I think it's important that data science be integrated into the high school level because. Otherwise, how are you gonna? How can you bring it into non-STEM, non-obviously STEM majors at the university level? Which is, I think, what we would ultimately want to do. Um, but we're a long ways from there. This is awesome. I want to just like take it one more time back to econ, where I'm passionate about as well. And you know, like, do you have a vision of like how econ major could sort of be like redone to have data science in it, like? How, how would it affect how econ is being taught if you had a core set of data science skills in the, in the students? Yeah, I have a lot of ideas on that. So the, the first is that we continue to teach economics as if it's a theoretical discipline. And I think that's a mistake. If you look at what actual academic economists do, the kinds of papers that are being published in academic journals, like the, the great majority of those are, are, are data driven. So uh, there are a couple of things you could do. One would be to put on par with the the economic theory classes, which are the the, the introductory classes. Would be have would be to put the the data driven tools on par with the theory. But we face a second difficulty within economics, which is that uh, our traditional ways of dealing with data are what we call econometric. Okay, and so looking at and. And it's really the teaching of econometrics has echoed the teaching of economics more generally in that it is based on theory. It is based on on trying to prove things about estimators, trying to demonstrate ways in which those models fail. 
but students are not really asked to do anything with data. And when they're asked to do things with data, they're asked to do things like to take a perfect data set, to do exactly this or that to it, not to face the real challenges of what it is like to real deal with data in the real world. So just to contrast that, what I do in my class is the first problem set. Uh, we give them a data set, which we have created, in which we have intentionally introduced all sorts of mistakes and um, errors into. So we've added in negative nine nines, you know, where things were missing. We've dirtied the data, but we've dirtied it in a way that we know we did it. And the first task the students have is to undirty the data. But uh, they've literally never even thought about doing that before. They don't know how to do it. I think it's a real eye opener for them. Um, and then I think everything we do is very open-ended, where we, 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 we let students explore, where there aren't really right or wrong answers, but it's, it's how do students kind of learn how to ask questions with data. So it, it is profound how much we would have to change the way we teach economics because um, we have to overcome. Uh, look, there, but uh, it's obviously the value of doing it. What I think will happen, if I just make a prediction, at many universities, including the University of Chicago, the economics major has been the most popular major. I believe that if economics continues to be the major it is now, and data science emerges as an alternative, a good chunk, you know, uh, 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 you know, 30, 40, 60 percent of who are people who are currently going into economics will realize that it makes much more sense to be a data science major with an economics minor where you just learn the base of economics and vice versa. And I think if they do that, they're making the right choice because I do think that, um, that, 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 that understanding data is so important in the workplace and in life that um, if I could only choose between economics and data myself, I'd, I'd choose data for sure. Great. So building off of that last question, I have kind of a fun question for you. And it's just if you were if you were to create and teach a new data science enabled class, what would it be? Yeah, so uh, honestly, the, I, I, I did that. So, so maybe three, three or four years ago, I decided to do that. And so what I teach is a, a course, which is my own take on data science. So it presumes no knowledge of data science, but some knowledge of, of programming and but any language you want doesn't matter. We're not pursuing. And I spent and I and I divide my time uh, between really three things that I talk about. One is about the actual craft of data science, like the real world. What are the challenges you face in the real world about data cleaning? about um, communication of ideas, like storytelling. So uh, probably my favorite lecture of all is about telling stories with data because, and I don't just mean data visualization, I, I mean something much, much deeper. Because I, what I really realized over time is that when you, there is a way to tell an amazing story, okay? Like so, uh, but, but amazing stories require surprise and there was like a twist like a like something unexpected happens they almost always have to be all people well, it turns out data stories almost never have any of that so i've actually told my students look don't even pretend to tell stories the way you tell tell stories at a cocktail party with data you got to tell stories with data very differently which is tell people the and like layer in the first 30 seconds you got to tell them what your question is 
how you're going to try to answer it, what your data are, what your methods were, and what the answer is. Okay, and that's not how you're taught to tell stories in in, in um, you know the writing class and expository writing class, but it is the way to tell stories with data. Um, so I, I do a bunch of stuff which is just like very crafty and art artsy around it. I spend a lot of time explaining what economic tools are good and bad at. So what can what does OLS do for you? How do you start to think of causality? What is the role of natural experiments versus randomized experiments, and how do modern data science techniques fit into that? Okay, I think it's all very useful to them. But the third thing that I really do is it's in the problem sets that I, I've created a set of problem sets which are very much like my own experiences in the real world with open-ended questions, with dirty data, with um, with where you don't know quite what the question, much less the answer, you don't even know what question you're supposed to be asking. And I, and I really, uh, it, it's so different than the problem sets I did as a student in that, look, it's not just a, a read the textbook, okay, do X, Y, and Z. This is really forcing the students to think in a way that I was never asked to think until I got out in the real world and tried to run my own projects. And I realized how, how, um, how how expansive the spaces of of like possibilities of what you can do and how many of those possibilities lead you to you know to to to, to complete you know oblivion and how you have to have some skill in doing it so like i don't know if the course works or not but but to me that i think it's fun i think a lot of kids sign up for it i think it's hard it's it's roughly 10 times harder than any course i've ever ever taught i think the students put in roughly 10 times more effort than they have to in my regular course but but they keep on showing up so i think the at least the the market thinks it's delivering something good great well that sounds like a very valuable class to me and for our last question, I just wanted to ask if you had any parting thoughts or words of wisdom for data science educators. Um, I think you're fighting the good fight. I think it's really important. And for me, really, the, 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 if, I, if I had to, as a data science educator, what I, what I try to always have in mind is what the ultimate goal is. And I think the ultimate goal is to create students who who have a set of tools they can apply to any problem. I think mean, that's the power of data science, right? Is that it's, it's a generic set of tools that that um, as long as you, you, you know, for the tools to be applicable in whatever problem comes up, the students have to have knowledge of how to ask the right question and how to pick the right methods for what they're trying to do, it it can't be, um, it can't be as um, you know, it can't be rote. And look, it's not easy. I, I think we need to. Um, I, to me, the challenges of teaching data science are different than anything ever taught before, because we're really trying to teach kids how to think in a way that we might say we are in other disciplines, but we're not really. Like when I teach economics, to do well in my class, you don't need to know how to think. You just need to kind of memorize a certain set of approaches and and be able to regurgitate them on an exam. But look, data science is totally different, and and that's a real challenge to um, to teaching because teaching kids how to think is is fundamentally different than teaching kids how to memorize um, you know memorize algorithms for for solving problems. 
Great. Thank you for that final note. And thank you so much for everything. Thank you for your time. Um, that's all yeah. we had for you today. Okay. Awesome. Thank you all. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you're interested in learning more about data science education resources, please subscribe to our Substack to get notified when we release any future podcasts and join our community Slack channel through the link provided in this episode's description. Thank you.